a lonely house. If the gate hadn't fallen off its hinges and crashed at my feet, I wouldn't have noticed the house. It was evening. One of those summer evenings when the day seems simply to soften at the edges. I don't know what impulse made me stop the car and walk up the narrow track. Like so many Wiltshire lanes, it had been worn deep by generations of feet passing back and forth, and my head only just reached the roots of the yew trees that lined the top of the bank. I don't remember any sound. Not even the low hum of evening insects. It had been a long day. I had left a clutch of estate agent's brochures on the seat of the car. None of the houses was remotely what I was after, and I was feeling depressed. I was just about to walk back, when a gate tumbled down the bank, scattering rust-red flakes of metal and landing with a hideous clatter at my feet. I turned to see where it had come from, and saw... Under the nettles and cow parsley, a tiny flight of stone steps leading up behind the yew trees. I was curious. I lifted the gate, and using it shield-like to ward off the worst of the nettles, made my way up the steps. They led to a house. Not a pretty house. A plain red-bricked house planted firmly in the middle of its plot, with a door set precisely at its centre and four windows, two up, two down, either side of the door. It looked exactly like the kind of house a child with a red crayon might draw. The windows were broken, the wooden frames rotting and tiles missing from the roof. The garden was a riot of brambles, nettles and elder saplings. But not even this, and the wild tangles of white-flowered bindweed could soften the harsh lines of the building. The house was ugly. Even now, I can't explain what drew me to it, except that for all its shortcomings, the house seemed so definitely and unapologetically itself. Instead of turning and walking back down the steps, I walked right up to that front door and pushed against it. It opened. My heart was pounding. I knew I was trespassing. Leaves had blown in through the broken windows and lay skeletal on the rotting carpet. All that remained of the kitchen were bare wires worming their way out of the walls, greasy outlines where the fridge and sink and cupboards once stood. I climbed the stairs carefully, looking out for broken boards. There was a small landing leading to two bedrooms and a bathroom that smelt sour with damp. The idea of buying the place was madness. I knew it. Of course I knew it. But there was something about the place, something I couldn't put my finger on. I wanted it to be mine. All these years later, I still wonder about that moment. How would things have turned out if I had not walked up those steps? But there's no point in trying to reimagine your life. I walked out of that house, back to my car, and I binned those brochures. Five months later, on a bright January morning, I moved in. Mm -hmm.